Now, now, real people, real opinions. Nighttime talk with Niall Boylan. Ireland's classic hits radio. It is common knowledge that many, if not most, of our prisons are now at capacity. In Ireland, we have capacity for roughly around 5,000 prisoners. As our population increases, we should probably talk about, you know, building more prisons and more prison spaces. But is that really the answer? I mean, what will we do? And if we are to get ahead of the problem, should we start reconsidering what prison is even for? Is it time we consider, say, fines and community service for non-violent crimes? Some people take issue with punishment for crime being a fine, or being a fine, for example, because this is unfairly impacts low earners. Meaning if you are well off, you can pretty much do what you want. I mean, you can pay your television license if you're well off. It doesn't bother you. But if you're not well off and you get a fine or you get a speeding fine or whatever it is and you can't pay it, you know, because you don't have the money, you can go to jail. It's a valid point, isn't it? So those kind of fines generally favor the well-off. So the well-off can avoid going to jail. So what about community service? Why don't we do more of that? Surely there's enough litter to pick up and walls to be painted and libraries to be cleaned and government buildings to be polished, you know, for people who commit minor crimes. Or is prison important? If we start to get lax on the way we punish people, will we see an increase in crime? Is prison the ultimate deterrent? So the question I'm asking you is, with the exception of violent crimes, you know, violent crimes being murder, manslaughter, rape, sexual abuse, pedophilia, and violent crimes, people who are a genuine physical danger to the public. So let's talk about crimes like, you know, shoplifting, theft, um, fraud, fines that haven't been paid. Should people go to jail for those kind of things? Or should they just get a fine and can, well, mind you, giving a person a fine for not paying a fine doesn't seem to make one sense. But community service in those cases, obviously, would be the best thing to do. In other words, for, say, three weeks community service, if they're caught shoplifting, they have to go down to the local community centre every day and, you know, scrub the floors. Or, for example, if you're caught committing serious fraud and you work in a bank, let's say, that you have to work, say, instead of getting a year in jail, you would get a year's community service working for the government, in a government department, in a financial department, where you only get paid, you know, the same as you would on the dole, for example, but you have to do a full day's work. So you're working to pay back the taxpayer. In other words, that we get our money's back worth out of the people. You're still punishing them. You're just not putting them in jail. I mean, realistically, when you have somebody who's committed fraud or uh, hasn't paid a fine, what's the point of putting them in jail? It serves very little purpose. It takes them out of a job where they could be earning money to pay back society for the money that they took in the first place. If they go to jail, they're probably not going to get a job again because the credibility is gone. So is it, is it really the right way? I mean, at the time when we come up with the idea of prison, you know, and we look at the Victorian prisons and all that kind of idea of bread and water and everything, it was probably the right thing to do at the time because we had no better way of doing things. But we're a much more modern and civilized society now. Should we change the way we do things? And again, we're not talking about sex offenders or you know, murderers or people who commit serious assault or rapists or pedophiles. Knock them up. We don't care what they do, what you do with them. We're talking about people who are not a physical danger to others. Let me know what you think. The number is 087-188-0008. That's 087-188-0008. Is prison really the answer for everybody? Let me go to Neve. Neve, hi, how are you? Hi, Alan, how are you? Good. Neve, it's an interesting idea that, look, we've nearly got capacity in prisons now. There's about 5,000 spaces, mm. I think, in Ireland. You know, And what happens is when you have capacity, those who are maybe a genuine danger with assault don't go to jail. They get a suspended sentence because judges are aware there's nowhere to put them. Yeah, or they've been let out early. 
yeah, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think for you know for people who haven't committed a violent crime and who aren't and can be proven, you know, they'd have to be assessed for this. You know, it's it can't just be given out willy nilly. You know, assess people and say, look, you're not a danger to society. However, you know, you still need to be punished. You've still done wrong. So I think what they could do is, I don't know. I don't think we have the tagging system in this country, do we? The ankle. Tag. We were supposed to bring that in. That was mentioned about two years ago as an electronic tagging, but we don't. I don't think, mm. no, we don't have it at the moment. It'd be a good idea because, I mean, if you're not going to prison, for example, you can't be sort of going out with your mates and having a ball because, you know, you have still committed a crime. Yeah, but you get you know, punished in a different way. I mean, really, would you put an electronic tag on somebody who didn't pay a TV license, for example? No, you no, no. That's what I'm talking about—the assessment of the people. Okay, you know, okay. for the people who have who have you know committed a slightly more serious crime. Yeah, it's not violent, but you know, as we all know, there there's very few victimless crimes. So somewhere out there, there's always someone a victim. Was, yeah. was their victim. Yeah. So you don't want to be you know the victims to be feeling like they're being let down by the system because you know your man is only you know scraping a bit of paint off a wall for two hours a week. But what so what it, is prison for? So so in your mind, is prison about rehabilitation, retribution, revenge, or just punishment? What I mean, what is prison for? Because eventually everyone gets released. It's both. It should be the punishment is that your freedom is taken away. But there should be, if possible, if the person can. I mean, there's certain people out there, you mentioned Gary Glitter, he's a prime example. He's a scumbag. No rehabilitating that scumbag. There's no rehabilitating most sex offenders because no. it's in them, you know. But if somebody can be rehabilitated, then yeah, absolutely. Because, you know, there are people that will come out of prison and never go back in again. They're sorry. They made a mistake. And you shouldn't, you know, have your entire life destroyed if you've made one mistake when you're 18, for example. Mm-hmm. So I think in, I think it's for punishment and for rehabilitation. If you can't be rehabilitated, then we'll just punish you. Yeah, you know, like Gary Glitter, we'll, we'll take away your freedom for the rest of your natural but life. No, there's no pun- there's no punishment good enough for that scumbag. To be honest with you, really. well, there is, there is, but well, we're not you, allowed to do it. Yeah, <laughs> unfortunately. Yeah, removing penises is not in, within the court's jurisdiction. No, unfortunately <laughs> not. No. no, I wouldn't just remove that. You know, I'd, I'd probably you know remove the whole life support system. But anyway, yeah. yeah. Um, he, you know, people like that will never be rehabilitated. But for people who can be, then. You do have to punish people. You've done it. You, you know you've done something wrong, but rehabilitate them, and hopefully, a certain percentage can come out and be good, honest, decent citizens again. Mm-hmm. But if they have committed a very minor crime, then absolutely, um, no problem with you know them picking up litter or or doing whatever. It could actually be quite a deterrent because let's say you were a solicitor and you did something wrong. You don't want to be out there with the big busy jacket on with the name of the prison on the back of it picking up litter while everyone's looking at you. Yeah, no, I get you. Because that's, you know, that's that's mortifying. And now it's, you, Do you know, remember, Well, who was it? Oh, boy, George, didn't he get community service in New York? Do you remember that? And he had to literally work collecting bins along Fifth Avenue, you know, with, you know the bin truck. And <laughs> that's what he had to he do. He was the most glamorous looking bin man I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> But he, oh, had to, he, 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 had he did it for like a month or something. He had to do it for a month. He did. Yeah. He did. He did. I think that, I think that was drugs charges or something. I'm not 100% sure. I couldn't sure tell you what it was did. for now, but, yeah, but I remember he got it. Yeah. But he did. Yeah, he did. Um, you know, and he did it. 
perpetrator, well, you know, he took the punishment. Well, he had no choice. He had to do it. It was either that or go to jail. Yeah. Yeah, which he didn't want either. But I think if you can make it so that the victim doesn't feel hard done by, that they don't feel that, you know, the punishment isn't fitting the crime, Mm -hmm. then great. You know, you can't have people who have done something where the victim has been, you know, is suffering after the, the the fact, and then you just see them picking up litter, that would be a kick in the teeth. But if you can I, identify these prisoners and say, look, okay, we're going to give you one chance. You mess it up, you're, you're going straight to prison. So what what and, about, let's say, let's say, go back in time, Anglo-Irish Bank. We, there was a couple of bankers went to jail for, you know, a year or two years or whatever it happened to be at the time. There was, I think there was three of them sent to jail in, in total. Do you believe they should have gone to jail? Yes. People died because of them. Mm-hmm. People killed themselves over them. They destroyed families. They destroyed homes. They drove people to suicide. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And, and, and I agree with you in principle, and I agree with everything you've said, by the way, how difficult they made so many lives. Um, and they basically caused the downturn of the country, which in turn mm-hmm. caused so many lives, by the way, and caused so much upset. But in saying that, and I'm going to do a but here, isn't this what we're mm-hmm. talking about tonight? The fact that they're physically not a danger to anybody you know they have to learn their lesson and my my thinking would be you take people like them and you say right for the next three years you're going to work for the government in the department of finance you're a clever person with figures you're going to work for us in the department of finance and we're going to give you minimum wage for the next or the dole uh, a similar payment to the dole but you're going to have to be in here from nine to five every single day for the next three years that's your punishment so you're paying back the state I think when it comes to those people, that would be with a, a curfew. With a curfew for nine o'clock. Yeah, oh yeah, they have to be in. They can't yeah. be going to the pub with their mates and stuff. I, I think when it comes to the Anglo people and the bankers in general, that would be a bitter pill for people because they mm. did cause okay. absolute carnage. But if, if if you were to take somebody that wasn't Anglo and that perhaps did defra- say defrauded a company of a couple of hundred euro, you know, through desperation or whatever. People, desperate people do desperate things. Then yes, you know, the, what use is it putting them in prison? All you're doing is then driving their family further into poverty because that you've lost the mm. breadwinner. Okay, well, so do me a favor, stay there for a second. Let me go to Alan. Alan, hi, how are you? And I'll come to Jessica in a second too. Alan, go ahead. Hi, how are you? Alan, is it, is it right to put people in jail for non-violent crimes? Or is that a waste of prison space? Uh, well, it's not. It's not. It's never a waste of prison space if it's deemed if it's deemed warranted. So I, I work on the principle of three strikes and you're in you're in jail. Yeah. So that's that, a good that's principle. Yeah. Work. Yeah. Bloomberg again, brought that in. in. It was country. it was it Bloomberg brought that in New York at one stage. Yeah. 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 It was three strikes and you're in. But sure, we've seen in this country lately. You can take your willy out ten times in a row and you won't go to ten jail for it. Uh, so <laughs> literally, again, it depends. Yeah, you know, I'm saying literally that's how bad it is, and so you can't have it every which way. So there has to be a, a cut off. So where taking a willy out in front of someone is a non-violent crime, that behaviour should not be on the streets, though. So I think you have to judge it on, on a on a per crime basis. Now, if it's someone not paying their TV license, no, they don't deserve to go to jail. If it's someone robbing shops every second week, well then, at some point you have to put those people in jail to correct that behaviour. But. But okay, but we why not try the other alternatives? So Mary is caught shoplifting pennies and she takes 500 quid's worth of stuff. Why not give Mary, you know, three weeks of community service instead of a suspended sentence, which is probably what she'll get. And I'll say Mary, but it could be Johnny, but it's unlikely to be Johnny and pennies. But in saying that, why not give three weeks suspended se- or three weeks community service? That's a punishment, isn't it? Yeah, 
Yeah, so you could you could do that, but what if she does the following week and the following week and the following week after that? Well, if she doesn't learn her lesson eventually, well, if somebody is constantly committing crimes and they don't learn the lesson, obviously prison is the only answer then. Is it? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So or unless you keep increasing I, I, the community service, I don't know. Yeah, but then like you're, they're not, you're not really punishing them by keep increasing the community service. Well, you are, because you're, because you're making them work for free. Really. Yeah, but not really, because they're going to get the dole anyway, so probably take the dole off them. Well, you can't. Well, you can take the dole off them because then they starve to death. Well, then it's it's no punishment to them, really. When you think about it, yeah, but you, you can't. Yeah, but you can't starve someone. That's that's not punishment. That's just inhumane. Does you might as well bring back the death penalty if you're going to starve someone to death? Well, there's certain things I would bring back death penalty for. But that's well, that's, that's a, yeah. Well, Gary Glitter is well, one I, of them. I do think <laughs> you yeah. you were saying putting the the Anglo guys in the Department of Finance. We've enough crooks in the Department of Finance without putting more crooks in there. Mm. So you're, only, you're only rewarding crooks there with more crooks. Yeah, they'll be in good company, yeah, is what you're saying to me. We've been, we've been up with those lads. But look, I do jail for certain things, definitely. But I do think three strikes and you're in jail. And that's yeah. where it has to go. Three but strikes. Again, you have to look at you have to look at the per crime basis. And again, I, I, I know I said it already, but I'll go back to mine. If someone keeps breaking the willy in front of someone, that's a non-violent crime, but that behaviour cannot be allowed to go on. That behaviour deserves to be in jail. But the individual that you're referring to did actually go to jail, but was meant to be deported on release of jail, but wasn't, and just allowed to walk back out the door again to commit the same yeah, crime and again and again and, and again. again. That's right. That, that behaviour doesn't change. Therefore, that person should... Well, that, well, yeah, but that, but that person did go to jail twice, from what I remember. Did go to jail. So the behaviour... The jail didn't change the behaviour of taking the wheelie out. No, no, because he wasn't in there long enough. But what should have happened there is... Uh, we, we're, we don't have a different topic, right? But when he was released, he should have been brought to the airport. Oh, I know. I, no, I, I completely agree with you. I think most but people do, do agree with that. You can't allow that deviant behaviour to come because that will never change. Okay. And that's the type of behaviour that deserves behind bars. If someone's robbing chocolate bars, again, I'll go three strikes and you're then facing a further punishment. But yeah, look, let's get lads out in jump shoots, uh, painting things and picking fences, picking paper up. But the problem we have there, right, we'd have to have someone to, uh, to administrate all this stuff and we don't. We know how the, the, how the lads yeah. and councils don't like to do a bit of work. Well, stay there, both of you, a second. Let me just go to Jessica. Jessica, hi, how are you? Hey, yeah. Oh, hey, Jessica. Long time no talk. Can you hear me now? Yeah, I can. Oh, yeah, no, I've heard since the afternoon. <laughs> <laughs> so, Jessica, do you think we should put people in jail for non-violent crimes? For non-violence, no. Because you're just, you're just taking up space that can be used for actual dangerous people. And like the only people I think who should be in jail are drug dealers and murderers and worse rapists paedophiles yeah people who don't deserve to see the light of day mm. but if you're in there for like you said your television license or for example you were a man and you stole a bit of food for your children like no like a bit of community service or something just to pay your debt back to society but don't be wasting up tax money and space and time for someone who actually deserves a cell do you know what I mean like it's a joke yeah, but there is an argument, and Neve makes the argument, and so does Alan, that there's no such thing as a victimless crime. Now, okay, if you, say, steal something from a shop, I don't know, an iPhone or something from a shop, the victim there is the shop. Their insurance policy goes up. There's, there, there's always a victim. There's a, there are, you know, there's a victim to every crime to some degree, but maybe not a victim of violence. Yeah, of course. You know what I mean? You know, of course, like, even in victimless crimes, there is, even in... In, less, in non-violence crimes there is victims yeah but I just don't think that they should be taking up space in prison cells for what a year two years 
mm-hmm. when someone who is of more potential danger could sit in there for the rest of their lives for all I care. Yes. Like I'd, I'd much mm-hmm. rather see people for fraud or some sort of less less major crime given back to society rather than sitting in Mount Joy or God knows where taking up a space where the local drug dealer could go because he'll kill more people with his drugs than anyone else would than someone who's stealing food. Because they're not killing anyone, they're just trying to keep themselves alive. You know what I mean? Yeah, and there's a, there is an argument too, Neve and Alan, that maybe, you know, we need to think outside the box. In other words, mm-hmm. reconsider the whole purpose of prison and the whole idea of this very ancient idea of punishing people and we, that we still use today, that there's other ways to punish people, Neve. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. I think we're forgetting as well that, you know, if you have a guy, say, 18, 19, and he has stolen an electric scooter, for, as, as an example, he's put into prison, he's going to get an education in that prison that we don't want him to get, and he's going to come out Worse. a much harder guy because mm. he has to be, because he's in there with scum, you know, and this 18 or 19-year-old who shouldn't have stolen the, the scooter, let's face it, it was wrong, but you know what, he doesn't deserve to be in there with absolute scum who are going to turn him into what they are, and will have him running gangs outside, because they know he's only going to do a couple of months, so he's the perfect guy for them to get to run for them outside, and they'll threaten him, and they'll tell him they'll get his family if he doesn't, Mm-hmm. So we're we're also saving people from becoming repeat offenders because if he's pushed into a corner and he's told you have to go out there and deal drugs for us now, he's going to be back in there within six months and he's going to become one of those yo-yo prison guys because mm-hmm. that's now all he knows. But if we can put him to work on the streets and, you know, we're all getting something out of it, he's doing his time, he's repaying his debt to society, we're getting cleaner streets. And at the end of the day, we're freeing up the spaces, as Jess very rightly said, for the real criminals, the ones who are out there causing absolute chaos and harm and whatever. You know, but it should definitely be on a, a strike rule that if you don't turn up, if you don't sign on, if you don't do what you're supposed to do, you're straight back in. And that's the end of it. And there will be no second chances. Would you would you, know, you, would, have to know. would you agree with that? Would you agree with that, Jessica? I know I'd be of the mind of Three strikes, yeah, three strikes, and that's it. But mm. like, even with young criminals, like I know it sounds bad. Well, not bad, but like I know it sounds weird. But when you hear of young people going to prison for say minor stuff, my heart goes out to them because I actually look at them and I think well, they've only done something minor. They haven't hurt anyone physically. Yes, there could be a victim in a different way, but they haven't physically harmed anyone. That, like that could be that could be their life down the drain when they could have had a a long way ahead of them, and they easily have the ability to change it through community service or something, some other route. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, Alan, it, it, it is, I, I know, Alan, out of the three that are on the air tonight, you're probably the little bit the hardest on it. And as I said to Neve, <laughs> is it not time, and maybe we need to just change, the, I don't know if I can change the question somehow, but to change the mindset around the idea of prison. Again, I'm not going to t- rule out or take away from the fact that, you know, rapist, murderers, manslaughter, whatever it is, those kind of people go to jail. There's no doubt about that. Or people who hit somebody with a hammer or whatever it is, right? They need to go to jail. Uh, and they need to be away from society because they're a danger to society because they're people who might injure other people. But your fraudster, your thief, 
you're the all these people are not a direct danger to anybody apart from themselves probably the worst so but but they do need to be punished and we retribution yeah, is part of what we do in society for people to who do wrong so they don't do it again so i think just the idea the concept of prison has to change am i wrong so the, the concept of prison can change right now it is for hardened criminals right but the example you gave there was of someone robbed an iphone that's not they're not robbing him necessarily there they're robbing to sell it, yeah. Yeah, it, it, that's selfish. That's something that they don't need. But that, that's but, they, but the, the purpose of the, of the theft, I mean, as Jessica pointed out, robbing to feed their family or whatever, I do believe that's reasonably irrelevant. It's still theft. So we let's treat it the same way. I, you know, Obviously, you would consider that in sentencing, but I still don't think the person who robs the iPhone should go to jail. I think community service. We should. We need to so use I, community I, service more. Yeah, we we do because we need, we could do with more people in those communities working right. But but you have to remember what country you're in, uh, and you have to remember the idiots that run the country. And who do you think would, would be able to administer this stuff? Because it won't happen. That's the problem. You can't change anything until you change change people that are running things who are making the balls of things. Mm-hmm. So you can come up with a brilliant idea, but it has to be administered by someone. Like they struggle to run basic community services at times. For people who who, do, who are out of job and are looking for work, so they struggle to run them. So how would you how would you administer this? Well, listen, I got to take a break. Uh, Neve, Jessica, and Alan, um, please stay with me there, please, guys, for a second. Um, if you have any thoughts on this, the text number or the WhatsApp number should I say is oh eight seven one double eight triple zero eight. That's oh eight seven one double eight triple zero eight. We're talking about prison in general, and the reason we started talking about it was because of Gary Glitter. And I don't expect anyone to come on the air and say Gary Glitter deserves to get out of jail at this point. I think everybody would agree Gary Glitter deserves to stay in jail till his last breath uh, and hopefully have a miserable time while he's in there because of all the children he's assaulted and abused over the years. But when it comes to non-violent crimes, be it fraud, theft, shoplifting, I don't know, insurance scams, all, all these kind of things that don't involve another person, if you know what I mean. I know there's a victim and Eve makes a really good point. They, the fraudsters in the banks, for example, a lot of people took their lives because of the misery they went through indirectly. There were victims. Of course there's victims. There's always victims. But in saying that, they're not a direct danger to the public physically. So is there any purpose in putting them in jail? I'm not saying they shouldn't be punished. Absolutely, they should be punished. If they're wealthy, they should be fined. And they should also do a community service and a long community service. And let's pay back the state for what they did. Is that a good idea? Or do you think people should go to prison? It's not been harsh, right? And we, and we can't, so we need to stop playing this uh, PDB the whole time, right? And really look at things because we'll keep letting people away with, silly, with, with stupid things, right? And there's people walking free. Yeah, but you you know me. I'm not a liberal. I'm not one of these mad yeah. progressive liberals. No, but I do. I are, but, but I do think that prison is an outdated concept, just like I think zoos are an outdated outdated concept. You know, I'm all for the preservation of animals, but the idea that we put them in you know cages and we all wave at them, I think that's an outdated Victorian idea, and and I think it'll be gone in the future. But, but what I'm saying to you is, I just think that the idea of prison, the current model of prison, is probably not the way to do things because. We've seen how much reoffending happens, you know, and, and Neve is right. You know, you get Johnny the scumbag steals a, you know, a scooter. He goes in, not only is he stealing scooters when he comes in, but he's robbing banks because he's got some great ideas and made some great contacts. So it's so not it's I, not the best place, really, is it? No, it, it's not. And that's what I said to you. That, but we need this properly administered, right? But we're, we're not, just not going to get that in this country, right? So I'll give you one option. Helen McEntee is justice for minister or me for a month. You'd take me for a month. Of course, I take you for a month. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. what I'm saying. I'd leave. I'd take anybody for a month. Apart from Alan McEntee. <laughs> but like, no, I, I really get what you're saying, right? But he's daughter, her son, for that matter. 
even her dog. <laughs> there, there needs to be a full education program, right, with people, and it needs to start at a young age how people should behave, what, what they should do and shouldn't do, and put their morals back into people. That's what should happen. Because mm. the, the society has got a bit uh, loose over the last years where people just do whatever they want. Because they know they're going to go for the good. They know they're not going to get punished. And that can be for serious crimes as well. They know it's not going to happen. So until we're prepared... Yeah, but you're saying they know they won't get punished because what's happening at the moment with the revolving door system in, in the, the courts is the judges are told, you know, although the, the, the judges are meant to be independent of the state, but the judges are well aware that the prison system is at capacity. So they're not putting people in jail. So what they're doing is Johnny the Scumbag has 54 previous convictions for minor assault or shoplifting, and he gets another suspended sentence for three years or 18 months or whatever. So he's not going to jail. So nothing actually happens to Johnny the Scumbag. Whereas what I'm saying is rather than do that, give Johnny the Scumbag you know, a year's community service. Yeah, but if he has 54 previous convictions, Johnny the Scumbag isn't going to show up to do anything at all. Like, that's the honest. We're, you're well, then, but then he, well, then he goes to jail. At least you're giving him an option. Yeah. But that's, that's what I'm saying to you. So, but, but if you take some guy who robs something or some woman that robs something, right, that person could probably, okay, you can get a community service. But if you've got a guy who's consistently robbing stuff, and we've seen people in this country who've got multiple convictions, well, those people, I'm sorry, deserve to go to jail. Whether it's non-violent crime or not, they've had their time, they've had their chances, they refuse to take the, the olive branch. It's now time to go take a punishment. Okay, well, 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 hang on. Let me just bring Jean into the conversation. Jean, hi, how are you? Good evening, Niall. Oh, you're Long very... Long time no hair. You're very lively tonight, Jean. You nearly woke us all up there. I don't know. I've just had my dinner. I've just uh, freshened up from work. I'm not long in the door from work, and I was listening to your show. So, well, sorry, that's just how I sound. That's good. Oh, I've had a good day in work. I, you sound refreshed, Jean. You do sound refreshed. So, Jean, what, what do you think about prisons in general? Is it the right place for people who commit nonviolent well, crimes? I, I was listening to what you were saying. I mean, it is the right place for some people that need to have that sort of uh, respite from being, you know, a citizen and get them off the streets and see what they're about. Um, I do think there needs to be a sliding scale of what can we do with this person. You were saying about Johnny Scumbag. Um, yeah, I think that just that you can't just lock you can't just lock them up, throw away the key either, and you have to look at. What age is this person? Do they have children? Mm-hmm. You know, are they? Do they show remorse? Um, do they need some interventions to that? And like the riots in the city there before Christmas. Yeah. Did this person grow up with with a poor background? Is there something that we can do? And I was watching a documentary in RTE the other night about the drug problem in the inner city, and it said if we just keep blaming a demographic of 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 young adults. Predominantly males, let's be honest. Yep. If we just keep blaming them and throwing away the key, they're not going to amend to anything. They're no good for nothing. If we keep saying that, they believe and that into their heads, yeah. when they come out, they're going to go, well, you all think I'm not going to amount to anything. So I think the book needs to stop somewhere and somebody maybe needs to start believing with them. But uh, mm. a good friend of mine, and this is going to sound really queer on the radio, she's an art therapist. I've heard of art and therapists, she, yeah. Yeah, that, yeah, and she does work with them, in, in the, and they just she just goes through, and, and it's part of their cognitive therapy yeah. to sort of try to try to reach them. Why do you think you're here? Why do you keep reoffending? Yeah. You know, and, and I think there, there does need, and you were saying about the CE schemes, give them a chance, especially if they're young, Niall. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, I, I, I'm not a lefty by any stretch, Alan and Eve, but I'm kind of agreeing with Jean. 
if you keep telling Johnny Scumbag, you know, that he's a scumbag and he's never going to amount to anything, and he steals the scooter, Neve, and he's put into jail, and nobody thinks about him for three months while he's in jail. He's just, you know, given his food every day and thrown into a cell at nine o'clock when the lights off, and then he's let out after three months. She, what's, that's not achieving that. And he just walks out of jail, as Gene rightly says, and says, right, no one's going to give me a job. I'm a scumbag. I'm just going to steal more. Do you know what I mean? Mm, exactly. Exactly. It, it is. It's a vicious circle. I mean, I'm actually, Gene, if you don't mind, I'm going to steal that line. A respite from being a citizen. That's just brilliant. <laughs> yeah. Well, some of them do. He's yeah. just a little bit of a yeah, rebel. But that was, one of, so, yeah. that was one of the best lines I've ever heard. It's such a nice <laughs> way of saying it. That's because Jean is all <laughs> lively <laughs> after her yeah, shower, see? <laughs> she's not tired like the rest of us. She's had a good day's <laughs> work and she's refreshed. <laughs> brilliant though it's such a nice way of saying it yeah yeah <laughs> but you're right I, I mean look if you have somebody who is 18 19 and all they've seen is generational theft and you know yeah. messing and and you know dr- you know drinking and drugs in the house or whatever then they have started off in life in the minus because mm-hmm. they they don't have anyone to say if you tried no. this Unless they're lucky enough to go to school and get a particularly good teacher that can say to them, you're worth more, you're worth more. Mm-hmm. Like, it, ta- it. It, takes, it takes so many pats on the back to negate one negative comment to, to a kid. You know, you can tell a kid every single day, I love you, you're wonderful. You tell them once, I'm disappointed in you, and they'll remember that. Yeah. They won't remember the hundred, I'm proud of you. Yeah, I know. But they'll remember the time that that you said you were disappointed in them. So I think if you're, like you said, Jane, if you're continually telling somebody you're scum, you're worthless, they say, well, I'm scum and I'm worthless. So what is the point in trying? No one's going to employ me. No one's going to give me a job. If they don't go to prison, then they haven't had a custodial sentence. So perhaps it could be easier for them to get a job. Train them. Why don't they? I mean, talk to them. Find out what they like. Maybe I one was of them just is, thinking that. Yeah. yeah, instead of stealing what cars, would you, what, what would you have liked to have done if you had a chance? Yeah. What would you have liked you know, to have been of, if you had role exactly. models? Uh, yeah, I mean, well, hang on, ladies. Sorry, Alan, I, I know you're listening to, to Jean, and I have a funny feeling you're going to disagree with her. But, you know, she does have a point that if you keep telling people or putting people in jail for... You know, small. I'm not saying small enough crimes. Every crime is important because there's a victim behind every crime. But but if you keep putting Johnny into jail, you know, at 21 or 22, they're not going to learn anything apart from you know they'll meet up and get more contacts and come back out and do worse things. Uh, very presumptuous. I'm going to disagree with her. Okay. Oh. So when you when you manage people and everything else, right? One of the easiest things you can do for someone is say, "Good job, well done." It's one of the easiest things you can do, right? But. Mm. We also have to look at what society is let these people down and government policy is let these people down. So we have to look at why is Johnny stealing stealing food in the first place? Because he shouldn't be in that position that he needs to go and steal food for his family. That shouldn't happen. Well, most people so, steal out of greed. They don't steal for food, let's be clear. Because, I mean, everybody gets a social welfare yeah. entitlement. So, so anybody who's stealing, generally speaking, are stealing out of greed because they want more money. Yeah, well, then if they're stealing for greed, well, then that needs to be dealt with whether it's by community service or maybe, but it needs to be dealt with. That's, look, I, I'm not going to disagree with her. She's been a good few points there, right? So I'm not going to disagree with her. But we need we need a full shutdown of the system and restart. I agree. And do you honestly think our political system is, is fit to purpose for that? Does it, does it shut down and restart again? No. No, it's not. Because the people we have in charge are just 
Yeah, we won't well, think that. We, we, yeah. we, we could be here all night, but yeah. Yeah. But that, but that, but that's Although the funniest story I've heard today, by the way, sorry for inter- interjecting there completely off topic, was Eamon Ryan, of course, his interview this morning was asked about, you know, the parking ban in the city centre and cars in the city centre. He said he hopes before August to have legislation through to ban cars in the city centre or certain parts of the city centre. And he was asked that about Paris and what they're doing about the SUVs, which we discussed last night. And he says he wasn't ruling it out, right? Increasing parking charges for SUVs. He drove out of the doll tonight. It was on RT News. What do you think he drove out in? Oh, a big SUV. <laughs> a big SUV. And I'm, on his own, in it. And I'm going, what is wrong with these people? Because They're such this, hypocrites. This is the problem we have. This is the problem we have. So you, we want them to run a prison system. system. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But, that, but this is the problem. This is why people are being let down because there is no people who live in the real world that are now TVs, in my opinion. Mm. None of them have actually struggled at any point in their life. They've probably been to private schools, etc. So therefore, they don't know what it's like to have to fight for something or to be not get a doctor's appointment, etc. And that's the problem we have in this country. So until we're prepared to shut that system down and restart it again, it's, we're going to go around in circles here. But oh, okay. Well, well, hold on a second, because I have to go to Steve as well. Steve, hi, how are you? Noel. Gene makes some great points, no, no, Steve. No, 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 I've heard every single point. What in the name of Christ? Has happened to this radio show. <laughs> what do you mean? Well, no, I'm being, I'm, be, I'm actually pissed off with you, your bell end, <laughs> and your callers. And I tell you why, because it wasn't too long ago, Niall. Cast your mind back about eight or nine years ago, when Steve was scumbag Steve, and he was an arsehole and doing wrong things, and he got the name scumbag Steve. And when he explained he came from hard upbringings. Your callers would attack me. You would attack me. It was a constant thing. And guess what Steve did? He grew up and he learned. Not from the softy, softy approach that you're lefty liberal way now, Niall. There's something seriously gone wrong with you. No. I think you're pounding around. No, <laughs> and that, 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 you're hanging around with Jane too much. <laughs> and can I just point out, Jane will absolutely slaughter me for saying this. But she just said to me while I was on hold there, she said, I got a trampoline off advert. <laughs> <laughs> she did get a trampoline in advert. Steve, there was a difference, right? And And let me explain the difference, okay? So... When you explained the crime that you committed and you went to jail for it, by the way, which was... And, 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 and by the way, we all accept that you've changed. You've, ch- you've turned your back on crime a long, long time ago, right? But you explained mm-hmm. the fact that you broke into a person's house. As you were mm-hmm. running down the stairs, escaping from said house, you pushed mm-hmm. the lady of the house and you were charged with assault as well. Now, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? That's a very different situation to somebody going into pennies or robbing a scooter from a shop or... Or, you know, you were a danger no, to society and no, people, but that's a different go. situation. Would you ever go and ask the butt end of my arse? Would you stop? You think that was the only crime that I came on and admitted that I was absolutely torn apart for? No, I simply tax on cars. People were calling me all the scumbags. You! But you, you, but you, but you built up a reputation, Steve, at the time because... You know, you admitted that you drove a car drunk. You admitted you drove with no insurance and tax in your car at one stage. I you admitted, admitted I drove and, drunk. And, and by the way, and you were still doing all those things at the time. <laughs> yes, I was, Niall. Yeah. But Niall, can I, I come also, in here with a question? Hold on, hold on a second. I also explained during those times I let you know, why, why I grew up like that and why I done these things. I would, now, by the way, I would still send you to jail for the crime you committed because the crime you committed was not what we're talking about tonight. We're talking about non-violent crimes. You assaulted somebody. How many times have I been on your radio show? Oh. Pick a number out of the air. Thousand. 
right, so a thousand times that I've been on, in those first five years, no matter what topic I came on about, I was called scumbags because of tax on cars or smoking weed or breaking into factories or blah, 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 do or check fraud or something like that. So all of these things that I did do, I was lambasted by you people. Yeah, because you, you at that stage, Steve, stop, stop, you're very excitable tonight. At that stage, you were a career criminal. Here, yeah, OK, sorry. Hang on, hang on, Steve. Let Jane just respond to you. Sorry. Well, no, we've just okay. gone off topic there because we made it all about the Steve show. But I just yeah. wanted to, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know Steve's background, but from getting back to the topic we were talking about, how old is Steve now and how did he turn his life around and what helped him? The, the bleeding show. This show that I'm on now, but not, not the show that I'm on now because it's completely different. I came on and I got attacked by people more No, you didn't answer the question, Steve. What, what a, turned a, your life around? Uh, from your life Let yeah. me answer the question. This show that I'm on, they, everybody would call me scumbags and this, that and the other. And I began to go... Yeah, maybe it is me. Maybe it is. All these people think I'm an arsehole. All these people think I'm a scumbag. Maybe I should do something with my life and change. It wasn't the softy, softy approach that took place. Because let me tell you, if somebody actually sat down and said, as one of the girls said earlier, find out what these kids like. What they like is smoking weed, robbing cars, breaking into no, places. No, you're just getting... What, what helped you, Steve? What helped you... People what did you tough. do to turn your yeah? What did you do practically to I turn your life around? Stopped being an arsehole. No, you need to be more specific with me. What did you do? <laughs> no, you can't. You can't. Okay, I didn't steal. No. Did you go get a job? Did you do a CE scheme? Did you get an apprenticeship? No, no, what no, exactly no, 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 did yeah, you do? I, I, Okay, hold on. So, yeah, I got a job. I took part in the, the employment place. Yes, I got right. a job. I have a choice. Did you go to counselling? You, know, you went to psychotherapy? No. Did you go to counselling? No, no, no. You know no, what? No. He had the best counselling in the world because he got a, He went and had a baby. <laughs> no, it wasn't. No, it wasn't any of that. It was the shot. The, you, you're not getting it. it no, was, no, I, I know what you're trying to say. The tough love you got on this show, you think, turned you around. Absolutely. And do you think by sitting down and doing art therapy with a 17-year-old scumbag who smokes weed morning, noon and night and would rob no, his granny... Steve, that's, no, that's <sighs> not what I said. That's not what I said. That's one of the things I said. That's not everything I said. I just yeah, said people need to... No, I, no, I just said we need to just stop labelling people. So you didn't like being labelled. So... People kept labelling you, and you didn't like it. So that's what I said we need to do with these 16 and 7-year-olds. Okay. We so need to we stop, stop labelling them. So if we stop labelling them and go, here we have Johnny, who's just Johnny, but he has broken into places and done X, Y, and Z. You think he's going to stop because we just didn't give him the label? No. He's going to stop when you... T it's Sorry to say this, but it's like I know a girl, and she was once... Jesus, she was about 20-something stone. And there was little arseholes outside of the centre one day, and they started calling her fat. And she had a bit of a breakdown out of it, over it, wouldn't go outside the door. That was the thing that made her lose the weight and got her life together. But, yeah, but that, that still doesn't make that right. No, does it not? No, no, I know it doesn't make it right for kids to call people names, for example. I'm only using that as an example. But, Steve, let me just go back to the original conversation, right? 
you know, I, what the question I'm asking is, should we rethink prison? Yes, people no. who murder. Yes, people who rape. Yes, people who are pedophiles. Yes, people who assault other people physically or whatever, or maybe a danger. And I would include house burglars in that, who maybe a danger to others should go to jail. There's no doubt about that. But say for shoplifting, for theft, for fraud, for fines not being paid, should people really be going to jail? Or is community service a better yes. answer? Yes. Yes, yes, because here's the reason, Noel, because you, you use words like shoplifting as if they're in taking a pan of bread. No, they're in taking stuff from boots like bottles of perfume or they're robbing games from GameStop, you know, and they're, and they're selling this stuff outside. I've, I've been in many courts. And you see the little gurriers in the courtroom. And if a judge was like, yes, well, we'll give you 20 hours of picking paper up off the bleeding ground, they'd be rubbing their hands together going, that's awesome. I'm going to go back and do the exact same thing again. Why wouldn't they? Their punishment is to pick paper up off the ground and talk about their feelings. Piss off. Uh, Alan, Steve thinks myself and Jean and you are being a bit softy-softy here tonight for some reason. I don't know why. No, no it's the first time I've ever been called a softy. And you, know my, uh, you know my stance on crime. Yeah. And we should send, we should send more people to jail. Come by, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So, by the way, Martin sent in a very funny text. He says, Noel, when exactly did Steve B stop being an asshole? I'm over here painting a picture about my feelings now while you're all talking, just so you know. <laughs> yeah, good art therapy. Okay, let me go to Tommy. Tommy, hi, how are you? Not too bad, not too bad. Noel, how are you? Good. Do you agree with Steve? Are we being too soft even considering this? You know, Gene's idea and my idea and Alan's idea, well, Neve as well, more or less saying we should rethink things a little bit. There's no such thing as a victimless crime. So, for example, if you go into the supermarket and you see, steal a load of steaks and then flog them around the doors for your drugs and all the rest of it, who's paying for it? Oh, yeah, I know. You're you, paying for it. Of course. I'm paying for it. it you know, the, 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 the retailer simply added on to the price of the products that we're buying. Yeah. So, these, the, 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 you know, the, there, there is no such as a victim of a victimless crime. You've got all this, uh, these people, you know, swindling old people out or savings and all the rest of it as well. Mm-hmm. Um, now, I don't think jail is, you know, for some people, yeah, they should get jail. Yeah, there's no doubt about it, you know, because it's not a victimless crime. It's, they're caught time over time again. They're let back out again. They're involved in the door system and all the rest of it. So eventually then they've 130-odd crimes there, and the judge just gets finally fed up, and they've gone through the whole lot, and they're given jail. My idea would be that, that people who steal should be made to pay it back, mm-hmm. and that they should be birched. Birched? Publicly Oh, that's a while <laughs> since we've done that in the middle of O'Connell Street. Is that, is that like yeah. flogging, is it? Flogging, Jean, yeah, yeah. <laughs> With the birch. They yeah. do it in the Isle of Man. Do they still do it in the Isle of Man, by the way? No, no, the, the EU made them give it up, but oh, there was a campaign there for a few years to bring it back, you know? Oh, yeah. yeah they used to do it in the Isle of Man up to, re, up to well, not, well, I say recently, I can't remember when the last time they did it, but they did it in Ireland, too. It was done in the middle of O'Connell Street, one stage. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's, you know... Uh, uh, you know, publicly flogged by a group. It was a great sentence. That I remember going back 15, 20 years ago, maybe I was talking on the air, and we were talking one night about a topic. There was a young lad, he was 17 years of age, and he was caught peeing on O'Connell Street uh, by the guards, and he was brought to court for mm. indecency or peeing. Well, it's, it's illegal to pee in the streets. By the way, it's not illegal to poo in the street, but it's illegal to pee in the street, you know, that? according to Irish law. There's a reason for that, it's medical reasons. Yeah, of course, yeah. So this guy's peeing in the streets, and the judge says, right, your sentence is. For the whole weekend, you have to stand 
in the middle of O'Connell Street with a sign around you saying, I must not pee in the middle of O'Connell Street. So that so the young fella had to do this, and everybody was laughing at him walking by. There was pictures of him in the paper. Then there was murder over it. The lefties went mad and said, you can't embarrass a young child like that. It's humiliating. And I'm going, I thought that was great punishment. I wonder is he out there. I wonder if he ever peed in the street again. Bet he never did. Yeah. We've all pissed oh, in the street. That's ridiculous. <laughs> We've all... We, there, 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 nobody, nobody lie. We've all pissed publicly, yes or no? Down a lane, maybe, Steve. Well, 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 so not, no. not the middle of a no. Collins Street. Harder for girls to do. Harder for girls to do. Gene, Gene, I don't want to be rude, Gene, but don't tell me at some point in your life you didn't mill down a lane or behind a tree. No. No. I've seen plenty of drunk chicks disappearing into the midst of their own steamy pit. Yeah, you probably took picture. But Tommy, very quickly, because I've only got a minute here. Okay, so should you know? Should somebody? Let me give you an example. Um, somebody who, uh, oh, I think it was Gene or somebody or Steve or, or, or you may have mentioned there, uh, defrauding old people, right? So somebody defrauds a person of 10,000 euro. So that's fraud. Yeah. Okay, so they don't physically and no, hit him. That was, that was vulnerable. Yeah, yeah okay. Yeah. Out, out, of, out, of, out of 10 grand. They go to court. Mm. What should the judge do? Two years in jail, which is probably what they'd get about two years. Two years in jail or two years community service. I think hit them where it hurts. I think you should take it out of their children's allowance and out of their social welfare like they did with the rioters there. Because oh, the wages that they're working. Only they have a payback in full with interest. And then brought down to a common street and given a bloody good birching in front of everybody. Right. That'd be my I think hit them where it hurts. And I was only talking to this today about... Um, Certain uh, ethnic um, groups in Ireland say, and now the Ukrainians are just draining our economy. That we're just handing people out all say this that. Money. You people say that all Ooh. the time. You know what I mean? They're not Ukrainians that are draining our economy. Uh, They're people who are who are. They are people who are not from the Ukraine that are coming why here from the to immigration. Where did this conversation come and from? I mean, if there's criminals, yeah. if there's criminals that have children, no, they're not I criminals. Would, I would not hit them I, I, no. I will tell you as a fact that I know Ukrainians. No, no, she just, no, she, no, no she's gone off the Ukrainian conversation again. She just said, no, if there's criminals. I was just saying, if there's criminals no, you are talking tripe. You just want to talk tripe. Keep on talking because you're just digging your own grave deeper and deeper. No, I'm not. No, I'm not. Rubbish. I'm saying if there's, nonsense. If, no, I said if Garbage. there's criminals that have children, can I speak? No, they're not all criminals that have come to this country. They're from, from I didn't, Ukraine. I said if there no, are granted, criminals... There may be... she, she didn't say they were all. She said if, if... There are people who can are I women and children who have fled a war. Would you like I to be in an entry from? What? Where do they go in this direction? So, yeah, go ahead. Jean, go on. Jean, go on. You have your rights to reply to him, Jean. Go ahead. I was going to say, if there are mothers who are criminals, who go in, and we know that thieving is an organised crime now. Thieving is an yeah. organised crime. I've watched documentaries on it. If there are mothers doing it, hit them where it hurts and take all their bonuses and their government things and all their children's allowance and all their fuel allowance and take it all away from them. And yes, have I would their social welfare. I, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't take hurts. all of them. You know, there's no need Why? to have their children... Because there's no need to have their children punished for the crime that their mother committed. Yeah, I do I do understand that, Jean. It, and by the way, women are less likely to go to jail in Ireland, by the way. I think it's like six or seven times less likely to go to jail for the same crime but uh, because their mothers, generally speaking. But what I will say, Jean, is when you punish the mother in a situation where there may not be a father figure, for example, 
and you punish the mother with a big fine or take no, away or take away. Take away. I don't know. I know. I'm just saying, if you take it out of their pocket, the child suffers. Who are predominantly maybe male, and I and they said they they have their social. That's welfare. not true either, because I believe me, you me, I've seen plenty of people prosecuted for stealing out of the shops, etc., who are female. Oh yeah. Now. That's yeah, but but, but crimes primarily are committed by men in this country, Tommy. Yeah, yeah. No, but it, 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 the matter is, though, is that yes, they should be punished in this way. That a certain amount of their dole should be docked, but not that it would inflict pain or suffering on their children. So you know, the po- the, the the dole now is two sixty a week or something like that. Two thirty. For an un- yeah. Two or three children. Yeah. Well, like so, you yeah, said, well, now, put them just... on a CE scheme. Put them on a CE scheme, get them up out of the morning, off their arse, and dress yeah, and go. Yeah, we'll pay 30 quid off a week. No, they just okay. don't have as much as they previously now, now, real people, real opinions. Nighttime talk with Niall Boylan. Ireland's classic hits radio.